Do you think you're a personality guy or a looks guy? Oh, I'm a both guy. You think when people look at you, they're like, damn, that guy's fucking sexy. And then you talk <laughs> and you're like, damn, look damn, at his personality go. Look at that personality, though. I think, I'm, I think I'm both. I don't think I'm sexy. I don't think I'm objectively sexy. You just got the combo meal? I just like, you know. You got the sweet and sour sauce. I'm not the Big Mac, but I'm definitely the McChicken. You know what I'm saying? Mid-tier. Mid-tier hot. All around. I feel you. You know? What do you I think you, you I like I like that reference. Where are you? Where are you, where are you on the McDonald's scale? Um, dude, can I just be a nice 10-pack? Oh, 10-packs are good, man. Faithful, reliable. Yeah. Kind of saucy, depending on what It just really depends. Yeah, maybe I'll go with a little lame sauce. That's why. You know? Nothing too adventurous. Are we recording? And welcome to the Creative Herb <laughs> Podcast, y'all. Hope everyone yeah. is well. We are well. Jokes. We're actually having very tough days. Big day for Spencer. Spencer, why don't you uh, let the team know, let the squad know what had happened to you today. Uh, Madziovel asked me to switch from fu- uh, uh, editing in Adobe Premiere to Final Cut. Oh, so Heartbreaker. It's yeah. just like r- no biggie, relearning a new program. To do exactly the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, at least you're getting paid to learn something. So that's, you know, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, when Matt Duval asks you to do something, you're like, yep. Yes, sir. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> and now the only way out of that is to become more famous than Matt Duvela. New goal. Yeah, man. How achievable is that? Um, let's take a moment here and <laughs> pop open your phone. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Yep. <laughs> Everyone hit him there. Also, while you're at it, me too. I just cracked that that first tough 100. So you. next goal is 110. Give give your boy a follow, please. I mean, not follow, subscribe, a subby, a like, comment, smash, all those things. That's how it works. Big time. Yeah, man. What do you want to talk about this episode? You know what? I'm feeling. I'm feeling. I'm feeling out of balance lately. I feel like I've been prioritizing a lot of work, a lot of freelancing. A lot of just growth and like professional growth. Uh, but sometimes... It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. I think it's really important to... But Reason for the season. However, though, you got to prioritize balance as a whole, not just your career. You need to be checking in with like your health and your relationships. Oh, for sure. When you get too busy and you realize that you're just ordering food, and I say this from, from experience, <laughs> it's like all I'm doing is working and forgetting to eat and then ordering food and barely leaving my tiny little life. Yeah. You have a fucking problem. Yeah, you, you got you got a problem and you're not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to be that guy uh, because it, okay, let me backtrack. Cooking is hella therapeutic sometimes. I've had like some really shit days and where I'm really stressed out and once I start like slicing the green onion you know dicing them tomatoes i feel just feel at peace a little bit and i feel like that's because that's the connection of like cooking cooking's out of love it's out of necessity most days but sometimes it's out of love and it feels great Mm -hmm. it's a nice balance you know you need to have those things that kind of bring you back down to earth and kind of reground yourself um but yeah that's kind of what i want to talk about is just having things in your life that balance you out that has nothing to do with your actual job nothing to do with your craft just things that you do to really 
align yourself and balance out the two because you can't be focusing on your job 24-7. It runs you to the ground and it leads you to burnout. And burnout is something you can feel it coming. After experiencing it quite a few times, like we have and like a lot of creatives have, there's this grace period where you can pick it up, where you feel like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm starting to spiral. I'm getting tired. I'm getting agitated and easily frustrated at things. That's when you know burnout is like it's creeping up on you. Mm-hmm. So you need to make a very conscious decision to nip it in the butt and do something about that. However, you can get you don't even have to get that point if you just live a balanced lifestyle. I think the hard part here is like, you make it sound so fucking easy. Like, yeah. oh, just don't do that. If it hurts, just don't do that, man. Fuck. My, <laughs> <laughs> my bad, bro. Uh, it's like the 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 thing that I kind of go through is like, okay, well, I'll, I'll just finish this thing that I'm doing. I'll just finish this, you know, photo batch that I'm doing, or I'm just gonna mm. finish the thing that's completely burning me out, you know, for a few more weeks. And I'll rest after. And then I'll rest after. And in between that, I might feel too guilty to even take a breather of doing a nice thing like cooking a nice meal for myself. Mm. You know what I mean? I think there's a little bit of guilt that's like, no, I have to grind out, you know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's that hustle culture all over again. It's like too much Gary V injected into the veins. Too much. <laughs> like he really <laughs> fucked this up. And even though he's not about that anymore, and he was like, no, I'm I'm super against hustle culture. I think it's like the epitome of like our demise. It's like, bro, you <laughs> pumped that shit through our veins, brother Gary V, please. So now we're all just living with the residual mess that he had created. But it's true. You do have to work hard. There is no uh, equivalent to working hard. Mm-hmm. Period. You got to do it in any job, any facet of life, any skill set. You got to work towards it. But you do need to recognize when you're slipping and when you're falling and, you know. You can do it safely. Yeah. But I want to not correct something that you were saying, but more so shift a paradigm around it. You were saying that I speak about it so negatively or like I make make it sound so easy just to not do something. But it's not that. It's more so perspective i don't find it easy but i experienced the burnout a lot less because i started just doing things i like to do Mm -hmm. and when you have (laughs) things that you like to do you want to do them more and that in return has allowed me to not get to that point of burnout you know Mm -hmm. and it's changed it changes all the time right now for me or for the little while, it's been exercising, uh, mainly like boxing and oh yeah, that's been workout. heavy for years. Heavy, but the thing that has really gotten me and now you, we got bit by the bug. COVID kind of hit, and everyone's like, "Okay, we're either going to be bikers." I wanted to be a biker, FYI. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. And then I was like, "Wow, I can't afford that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't afford a nice bike." Yep. So I became a runner, and uh, running has been a beautiful thing because it's so accessible you literally just need your feet and a nice pair of shoes that you don't even have to be that crazy expensive and it can just take you places and then you got into running too mm-hmm. how what do you like by running it's a, that little bit of freedom mm. which i would still say biking has that like you're just drawn to one being outdoors duh yeah Easy. Uh, massive especially in toronto because or canada in general because you're just stuck inside for so many months so when the sun hits it's like euphoric yeah and for me it's like a uh 
sitting behind a fucking desk all day? Come on, I need some movement. Yeah, and you don't even have a window in your office, so that's... <laughs> I do have a little window, but my computer is blocked, blocked by your computer. <laughs> Shout out to my office attic. <laughs> that has raccoons. I swear you have a nice place, though. <laughs> Shout out to yeah. Toronto. Yeah. You make me... Sl- yeah, I'm not even going to back up that. <laughs> you literally sent me a video today. You're like, of check raccoons. out this cute guy. Yeah. There's a raccoon in your wall. I went to see the trap. And I'm like, nope, they are not inside that thing. They are just staring right at you. Yeah. That yeah. Sucks. Dude, it's the curse of the beaches, man. Apparently, fucking... It's like a really hardcore thing in the beaches. So the beaches is the lower east end of Toronto. That uh, It's a neighborhood literally... Located at the beach. Yeah. Uh, Apparently infested with raccoons. Nice spot, though. Nice place in the neighborhood. Back to running, though. (laughs) I want to talk about a bit more. (laughs) There's a few things that I found have been really cool about diving into running. One, you said freedom, which is true. And I find that even though I'm often alone with my thoughts when I'm not doing anything and I'm just constantly thinking and reflecting about what's happening in my life, I find running, even though I'm alone with my thoughts, they don't take me to deep moments of reflection. It just kind of takes me out of my body and I'm just focused on breathing and just enjoying the outdoors. So there mm-hmm. is like a, a healthy form of escape for me anyways with running. And it's so different from like sitting at a desk and like fucking clicking and dragging sliders and changing exposure <laughs> and slicing and editing and the monotonous tasks that, you know, the unpretty, the ugly shit parts about our jobs, <laughs> you know. Our jobs aren't about like, recording shit all the time and making fun stuff there is a lot of that boring stuff to do so it's a nice escape from that for sure but i think my favorite part about running is knowing how cool it is that your feet can take you fucking almost anywhere so spencer and i live roughly four kilometers apart if you ask me to walk four kilometers i would say you're dreaming buddy yeah like there's no (laughs) (laughs) there's no way i'm walking 4k to you but now I can hit him up like, yo, I'm going to run over to you. And that's going to take me like 15 minutes, maybe on a slow day. And that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And now there's times where like, there's so many parts of the city that I had no idea existed, but my feet are just taking me there and going to different pockets. And it's just, it's cool. It really is cool. Is there anything else that you do besides running? That's uh, kind of a nice break from your day. Um, sorry, I was like daydreaming, daydreaming about what you were saying. You want to add to that? No, it's just, I I don't have anything to add. I just share the same sentiment. And I think maybe, like, I listen to music when I run, and now I'm going to try maybe not to because Mm -hmm. of what you just said. Because for me, when I'm skateboarding, exactly what you just shared about the thinking process, because you literally cannot think about anything else. Because you're like moving and sure you can be thinking about stuff but you're not going to do a deep like philosophical like what am i feeling right now why am Mm -hmm. i you're like i'm kind of going fast what's happening here oh okay yeah oh i need to turn oh there's a person there it's like you're having these micro thoughts that are just become in the background you're just like operating outside in -hmm. a body and that's it yeah but skateboarding is so beautiful that way though like it's such an intricate and difficult sport that it doesn't even require a shit ton of athleticism it takes focus and it takes intention and there's not many sports that are equivalent to that that's dangerous and high stakes but once you're good at it it's one of the most beautifully executed sports ever yeah and it all just like fades into the background when you're like pushing down the street it's just like all these 
recycled movements, which is like honestly kind of like running. Mm-hmm. Like once you learn how to properly run, <laughs> shout out to me to not learn how to properly run. Yeah. Uh, but once you learn how to properly run, it's like the same thing. It like kind of fades into the background, and then it's just like it's just breathing. Mm-hmm. I think some one of some of my fondest memories growing up was that every summer, you, me, and a few other of our homies that would skateboard, we'd always go to the Pickering Skate Park, which is an awful skate park, super shit. Shut up. But our parents were okay with us going, and it was about two kilometers there, but it was pretty much downhill all the way there. And just skateboarding down every morning around, like, whatever, nine o'clock in the morning, it was just such a fun and liberating experience because it's just it's downhill, you're bombing, you're with your homies, and there's very little care, but you're still very focused on the goal of just i'm gonna have fun today Mm -hmm. i'm just i'm literally going to a place where i'm just gonna have fun all day that's all i have to do yeah and maybe that kind of brings it back full circle of creating Mm. because i think for me when i get super stuck in like okay i just need to finish this project no matter how many weeks or hours or uh anything i have left into it is you forget that like you do need to recharge and like it's okay to take maybe an entire day off but at least Mm -hmm. like maybe it's just going for a run in the middle of the day to build up a little bit more energy yeah you love a good midday break eh? oh yeah big time what does it do for you what do you think how could you describe that just re-energizes and re you get so burnt out just sitting all day in one spot and like sometimes you get uh just mental blocks of like problems you're trying to solve and like something as simple as like going for a walk or going for a run or going for a skate gives you that ability to just push it out of your brain and it will work on it and unlock it mm. by itself. That's what I always kind of like fantasize what's happening behind the scenes when I'm just like, you know, when you're like trying to think of a word and you're like, fuck, I can't think about it. And then you start <laughs> co- talking about something completely different. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, it was r- like rhubarb. I feel like that's how we podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But not, but I, I feel you. I 100% agree with you. I've always been a massive advocate for the idea that I can only give my best if I am my best. Ooh. You know? Say it again. I can only Say it gi- again for the people. I can only give my best when I am the best. So if I'm not feeling life, I'm not, not feeling myself, I'm not feeling happy, positive, whatever, that 100% will affect my work, the quality of work, the efficiency and efficacy of my work, it all gets affected if I'm not in a good state and place. So Mm -hmm. I know for my own professional career to make sure that its integrity is upholded to the highest standard that I want it to be, I know that I need to be living a a balanced lifestyle Mm -hmm. because I don't want that to tarnish you know, my relationships with clients and the work that I put out because I want to be stoked on everything that I touch. And, right. you know, totally. I think about this with relationships too. You know, you always hear like, oh, how you can't be, you can't be selfish unless you're selfless. And I stand by that too. If you want to give the best form of love to another partner, you sure as hell got to love yourself and love what you're doing in your own skin. Mm-hmm. Feel me? I, I big time feel you. But I will also say, uh-oh. Enter. Dun, like, dun, dun, this dun. sounds like some toxic shit you're about to say. <laughs> Enter the 40-hour work week. Mm, <laughs> so you work for a corporation, and they're like, hey, guys, just come in, work your asses off for eight hours a day, and then go home. I don't give a fuck about how you feel if you're operating at the best time. Yeah. 
But I won't even get into that because it's an entire realm. But just talking about deadlines, because mm-hmm. there's the dead, the whole deadline experience is something that um, can shake you to your core out of that thinking. Because I think what you just said is like, that's how you need to operate 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. But if you get into this thing and your back is up against a deadline, nothing, you need a mental, the mental power to kind of overcome and be like, okay, my mental well-being is more important than this deadline but also i need to meet this fucking deadline how mm-hmm. do you balance that mm, that's a great question i think honestly and that's like my answer you need to you need to carry yourself with honesty True. you know especially yeah. with a client hopefully not every client is going to be a friend like to you it's a lot of times they are if like you're just a good person they kind of come off that way but carrying yourself with honesty and being truthful about your process i think will always soften the blow to be like yo i can't touch this today but just know tomorrow i'm going to work twice as hard on it or don't give all these empty promises like it's going to be to you end of day i would much rather be like hey it's been a very busy week this is there's a lot of details uh that need to be uh, attended to on this project Mm -hmm. i'm going to get it to you as fast as i can i will touch base with you tomorrow yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Having an honest moment will definitely give you some uh, leeway and alleviation from situations like that. For sure. And I don't know. I just feel, I think also that's one of the most beautiful parts about freelancing. When people ask me what, when they ask me why I'm doing this, I usually give two answers. One is really cheek and tongue. I say, uh, coffee meetups at 2 p.m. with my homie. Yeah, <laughs> you know, sure. like I like get to, I get to make my own schedule and take the midday breaks and do whatever I want. Exactly. Really. But the other one is that I get to make my schedule and plan how I'm going to roll out these projects under my terms, respectfully, though, yeah. to the, the project. If I know it, it needs to be done ASAP, I'm going to grind my ass off to make it get done. But I also, when I'm resting, I'm going to take full advantage of resting and making sure that I can perform at my highest caliber. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I really do love that. This corp- That corporate shit is not for me. Because it, they give you this timeline window where you feel guilty for taking longer than they may project you to, to finish the task. But you also feel guilty for yourself when, or shame when you're now, it's 9 p.m. and you're still working. You're like, fuck, I should be focusing on me and resting. So mm-hmm. like it's a double-edged sword in that corporate world and it's it's not fun. It needs to change though. That's the, because the, that's the reality that most people live in. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's sad. I also think it's super bullshit too when they're <laughs> when corporations are like everyone taking a one hour lunch break, but make sure everything is done, and then we're gonna have a seminar on like mental health, and everyone's yeah, gonna we're, we have a speaker dude, today. Don't even fucking we have a speaker started. today about mental health, but you're gonna have to make up the time after hours, yeah. just so you know. Like that's horrible. So my partner's um, workplace right now is actually under summer hours. And I was, hey, like, I was like, what? Do they get half-day Fridays? Half-day Fridays. I'm like, that sick. sounds gangster. And she's like, here's the caveat, though. You can only have a half-day Friday if you've put in the additional hours elsewhere. Oh, so every other day is our long. No, it's just like you need to hit that eight hours a day. You need to hit 40 hours. Yeah, period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you, you can just, add you an have, hour every... Yeah, so you have to work to like six if you want to yeah. for a couple of days. It's like what? What's the what's the point of that? Why is that yeah. an incentive? That makes zero sense. Like, yeah. Oh, it bothers me. The corporate life, man. It needs to change. It yeah, it does because just 
the it's just the hours that get me. Yeah, I guess that's the the benefit of freelancing. And and maybe I did have actually have the ability to do this while I was uh, in the corporate world too. It's just building buffer. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people do want to get things done ASAP and like cool, that's great. But also like realize capacity and like whenever I was freelancing or or in the corporate world, if you have the ability to extend do it and give yourself the buffer so that like if you don't feel it one day don't feel guilty for not feeling it one day it's mm-hmm. like you're gonna have off days buffer for it yeah. like it's not a shitty thing it's a human thing and that's taking me forever to, to to figure out and not feel bad about that's true yeah i mean you there is that flexibility fuck i did that literally last week <laughs> i knew i had a shoot th- on sunday and i don't work sundays bro that's <laughs> God's day. I don't even, I'm, not even, I'm not even religious, but that's God's day. Don't even ask me to be working on a Sunday. That's my day. Not that I'm a God. Um, that's my day. But it's my fucking day. Don't, don't yeah, text yeah, me. Yeah, don't yeah. call me. That's my day, right? Yeah, you're a freelancer now. You don't but I was like, all right, there's a shoot on Sunday. I'm taking Thursday off. Yeah. So I just took Thursday off because yeah. I can do that. You know, And that's me creating that buffer. So do more of what you like to do <laughs> and less of what you don't like to do. Yeah, simply put, dude, fucking throw that on a quote. Dude, page. that's my New Year's resolution every single year. Dead fucking serious. Repeat it then for the people. <laughs> I, I always write down, I'm like, this year I want to do more of what I want to do and less of what I don't like doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm always just like, I'm going to check in at the end of the year and see how I did. And how how last year go? I mean, progressively it's getting better, but you just got to get better and better at saying yes to things and better and better at saying no to things hell yeah there are a few things that help us in life that support our lifestyles and things we like to do and we like to check in weekly on naming things that have really helped us throughout the week and i'm gonna go first this week usually you go first and i usually have a stupid answer but (laughs) (laughs) i got a good one this week bro i promise it's a good one okay what's yours we're talking about running and I'm actually preparing for, I'm training for a marathon in you. October. You, you, you. Um, so I need to be following my stats and my data. To the regiment. Sure. The regiment. <laughs> so I need to know how fast I'm running, how long I'm running, how quickly I'm running, my pace, my elevation, my blah, 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 blah. That's where Strava comes in. Not sponsored at all, but Strava. Follow your boy, Nolan Begley, on Strava. This has been such a helpful tool for me to track all the analytics that I need to know if I'm experiencing any growth or I'm, I'm struggling in any areas. And plus, it's also, it's kind of like our circle of friends, new uh, like social media platform, because you get to see like your homies running and mm-hmm. you get to give them a thumbs up. It's like a very positive social it's, media. It's so positive. <laughs> and like every time Spencer runs, I'm like, I'm like, dude, you ran a 515 kilometer pace? Crazy, dude. Like, good job, <laughs> you know? And it's just nice. It's really nice to keep up with people and you're supporting each other's uh, physical activity. And yeah, I really love that app. So Strava, if you're listening, you know, you know what to do. Yeah, should we We should maybe create like a, um, we should create like a group, a, a creative herd group, Strava I mean, group. You got a roped into buying the premium package yeah i did that by accident (laughs) don't give them your credit card info if you're taking the trial but i did it so yeah follow me too it's the only social media i use actually technically and it's not just running too they track bike rides skates hikes literally everything except for skateboarding fyi everything you can think of i meant ice skating but yeah yeah everything 
Well, yeah, no, I know, but it's just like, how can you track snowboarding and all this other shit? But not skateboarding. But not skateboarding? Anyways, we still love Strava. Thank you, Strava. What's your response? I think recently, with the nice weather, I've been trying to kind of get in the zone, get in my own cooking zen, you know? Uh I bought a barbecue. Oh. Yeah, learning how to grill. (laughs) I mean, it's not like learning how to grill, but it's also learning how to grill. Because it's like... Sure, I can do hamburgers, but I'm like, I want to make, like, the other day I tried to make a good fucking steak. And I was like, sick. Killed it. Did you? Left it on for, like, tiny bit too long, and then it, it sits after, right? And it's still cooking as yeah. it sits. Yeah. How long so, did you do it? Um, I seared it in a cast iron. Uh-huh. Uh, and then before, and then I did it, like, maybe four, four. But why if you're grilling it? That's hot sear? enough. Yeah, why would you sear before you grilled? Just to get a nice fucking... But if your barbecue is hot... Yeah, I have, but... No, I was like, don't want the barbecue too high on that. But you do. You want that shit piping hot for a steak. Not if it's seared already. But that's how you get that medium rare to keep that red center. It's still red center. You just said you overcooked it. I think we're going to... Yeah, once it's sitting... Yeah, We're arguing. We're arguing. (laughs) This is... This is... is Learn how to grill. I'm just learning how to grill, reading lots of recipes, having fun, and, and also not so fun but yeah it's been good to like those are one of the things that i'm like okay like even if i fuck up and like even if i make a shitty meal this is me recharging and i also need to eat so well and here we co- are here. cooking outside is hella zen yeah I, I also feel like just being outside in general is one of those things that recharges me so if you fucking take anything away from this episode is follow us on stravas and, and subscribe on youtube and figure out what makes you recharge. And maybe help us debate on how to grill a steak properly. <laughs> Searing before, bro? What? You never never seared a steak before. Yeah, like if I'm cooking this in the oven, bro, ski, but on the... Anyways. Oh, it's the same shit. We're taking this off <laughs> the podcast. Have a great night. We love you guys. Peace out. It sounds like a concert edit.